Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yeah, welcome back inside the mind of teenage me. It's a largely empty space. There's lots of room for my favourite obsession, though, which at this stage of my life was apparently all totally about me. Pretty sure I was an uptight little flog, but hey, who wasn't when they were a teenager? Of course, uh, every episode we try to take you back in time via the epic work of chartbeats.com.au and the songs debuting on the Top 50 Music Charts this week in 1989 include a heap of new arrivals, including Mental As Anything, in at 50 with The World Seems Difficult. Uh, duh, that hasn't changed. At 49, Guyan's Weight. Crime Fighter Inc.'s Bad Attack 89 was at 45. Def Leppard's Pour Some Sugar On Me at 41. The Rolling Stones' Mixed Emotions were at 37. There's still more. Martika's Toy Soldiers debuted at 35. The Hummingbird's Blush was at 32. And the biggest debut of the week went to Richard Marks who's right here waiting, debuted at number 11. Oh. Hey, in 1989, music videos were totes huge. Uh, Michael Jackson broke the mold with his Thriller video dropping in 1983. It had high production values. A big-time Hollywood director to film it in John Landis, who had just done American Werewolf in London. If you like horror movies and you haven't seen that, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go see it now. And it cost half a million dollars in 1989 money, which was utterly insane. I actually totes remember hassling my dad to take me to the video store when I was 13 so I could buy my first VHS video ever, and it was of Michael Jackson's Thriller. Of course, MTV's music television started in the US in 1981, and they were totally devoted to music videos, and it wouldn't be until 1992 that they'd trial a thing called reality television, which started with a show called The Real World, and would obviously help usher in other stuff like Survivor, Big Brother, and so much more. So thanks, MTV, I think. Hey, coming up in this episode, 20-year-old me is having a zit-filled facial crisis. There's more sulking and moaning on my behalf. Apparently, life's a bitch and I'm underappreciated at work. We stupidly agree to install a home phone in the radio station sharehouse. I attend the Caratha Citizens of the Year Awards and get bored to snores. And one of the two sharehouse kittens gets adopted. But will it be mine? <laughs> no, it won't be. To help me navigate all of that guff and more, please, let's welcome back another one of my besties. Who is that? 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 It's Amanda. Hello, 
so good to be back. Oh, it's so good to have you back. I always feel guilty when I make my friends sit there while I do my intros. They have to sit through the opener. <laughs> you can't do two 30-second pushes and one 15-second rewind just to get to me talking bit. So they have to sit through that. And if I stuff it up, I have to start again. I mean, thank you, Amanda. <laughs> You're sitting there just going, gee, I hope I've got something to say to this, <laughs> this episode. I hope I'm interesting. <laughs> well, we should remind uh, anyone listening uh, how we met each other, which was back in the 90s. We were flung together um, to yep. do nights. Um, you were working with a guy called uh, Mark and he got boned. He was my best friend. I took his job and we became besties and full-time cake eaters. <laughs> we did. <laughs> every night. Every night of the week. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was such good times. I'm so glad we were flung together. Yeah, me too. So glad. A lot of people realise that radio groups are thrown together in a lot of instances because it's a matter of who's available, who's willing to be paid what we want to pay, and who's going to click with this person. And sometimes you've never met them in your life and suddenly you become, oh, my God, I've met this amazing person. They're my new best friend. And sometimes those <laughs> friendships click, last forever. Yes. When you click, it's a bonus. So you're doing stuff off air to make the show better and, you, you know, you're spending lots of time with each other and that's exactly what happened with yeah. us. Oh. I listened to the episode a little while ago with Marianne and remembered the Easter eggs that she was talking about. <laughs> I love that you remember the Triple M Easter eggs. You've got a good oh story God. too about how you got um, work at 96FM in Perth because you were originally at oh 6AX being uh, abused and used there. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is so radio. Like you, I've got so many good stories. Obviously I was in AM, wanted to get into FM at the time and I got a call from the program director at the time, Des Shaw, who, who used to be at 6AX oh. and said, uh, we've got an opening for uh, someone that can cart, do you know how to cart? And immediately I just said, didn't even think about it, any fool can cart. Any fool can cart. I love that you said that. <laughs> just so well, you know, said, Great. any fool actually can cart. You just need to know how to do it. <laughs> Except Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, great, you start at 8.30 tomorrow morning. Oh, my God. And I hung up the phone and just went, oh, my God. God, how do I cart? And I had to grab the guy from 6AX to try and tell me. And I was hopeless. I was so bad. Every announcer complained about my pulses. Every <laughs> single pulse. Oh, crap. so I need to explain a pulse for you. Um, if you've got no radio experience, which I'm assuming some people don't, or even people that have radio experience would not know about a pulse now because it's such an old 80s mm -hmm. thing. But what you used to do is put a little a pulse on the end of a commercial that would then fire off the next commercial. It's indiscernible. We can't hear it. We can't see it. But the cart machine would recognise that pulse and then fire off the next uh, commercial or cart in the chain. It's so confusing. But it all made everything work in perfect time. Yeah. And they're like little Which... plastic cartridges. Search out um, cartridges and just look how you put the feed the tape in. It's like a continuous loop. It's not an easy job if you've never done it before, guaranteed. <laughs> it's so not. And, you know, you've had Stuart, Stewie Baker on before. It was Stewie Baker that sat with me till midnight one night trying to repulse everything, oh. like re-cart everything. <laughs> Bless just, his heart. He was my saviour. 
bless him. Such a good Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I was so good to hear him on here too. Yeah. Well, I also want to go back to the fact that you lied to get your job. Um, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> lots of people in radio have lied to get a job. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I'll be fine. What are you worried about? Uh-huh. I do remember, I can't remember which announcer it was, but I remember he spent hours crafting a perfect audition tape and then sent it out and got a job and he was given breakfast at some provincial um, city. And, of course, he'd spent hours nutting out this show to make it sound absolutely perfect. As soon as he had to do the actual breakfast show, he was terrible and fired within a week. (laughs) So the fact that you uh, (laughs) dove in with no experience and managed to survive and then end up on air... They kept me. I think the only thing they thought I was good for in the end was talking. <laughs> yeah, probs. <laughs> and you're an yeah, a- and you're a glamorous Amazon as well. <laughs> Everyone wants glamorous Amazons around an FM radio station in the nineties. <laughs> oh my god! Bless you, Ben. It's the truth. Uh, should we get some of the dies? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do it. Let's hear what you're doing. Dies is short for diary, guys. If you didn't know. Totes Yeah This is uh, Sunday, September 3 It was written at 1.37am Woke up at about 9.45-10am Come on, pick a time Laid in bed for a while How would you spell laid in bed? L-A-I-D Yes, exactly Whereas I chose (laughs) L-A-Y-E-D I lay in bed Is that even a, a word? Probably in some sense. It probably, yeah, but it, it reminds me of a, a holiday, a lay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my LA first year in radio, anyway. a holiday. Uh, got up and then sat down. I love this. Got up and sat down with Julie while we wrote a shopping list. <laughs> Had a shower, got dressed and we went down to the station. Then to Dana's. She came with us because she owed Julie $60 and Jules needed it for the shopping. Spent heaps. Came home, watched television and also had lunch. I headed to the station around 5pm. Carted <laughs> off a couple of commercials. <laughs> That's what Mads was doing. <laughs> well, to begin with, I'd certainly killed a lot of watches. Because <laughs> when you had to wipe them, you'd put them over a magnet which would drain the battery in your watch. Um, carted off a couple of commercials, did take 40 Australia from 6 to 9.30. My shift from 9.30 to midnight went well. Problem. <laughs> you ready for my problem? <laughs> I can't wait. My forehead, and I've written F-O-R-R-I-D, has broken out in pimples. <gasps> We're talking eight in total. Eight? That's a shitload. <laughs> And then I've written, that's frightening. I wonder why? Question mark. Came home, watched a bit of telly till now. Tomorrow, we'll be having a roast leg of lamb for tea with barbecue sauce. Yummy. I can't wait. Night. 1.44am. P.S. Someone took one of our kittens today. They chose Julie's instead of mine. Ha ha ha! In capitals. Oh, one of the kittens gone. <laughs> I know. Oh. Poor little Diesel. And I, you know, I'd be happy if they chose the other one too. <laughs> well, don't worry. Ziggy goes as well. <laughs> oh. I honestly want to tell everyone that having this diary means I actually now remember that I bought kittens while I was living in Carafa. Because <laughs> some memories just disappear and I was reading this going, uh-huh. I bought a fucking cat. I called it fucking Ziggy. <laughs> I got rid of it within a couple of weeks. <laughs> All revelations. But you looked after it. <laughs> Did I? 
yeah, all right. That is a big question yeah. mark. Did you? God, I hope did so. Did you? Hey, I just, you know, what still fathoms me too is how little you guys are paid. So, you know, you go out and your weekly shopping is a huge amount of money. And yeah, yeah. we weren't shy about eating everything we bought. <laughs> What was, else, else did you do? do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, this is uh, Monday, September 4. It was written at 2.29am. An absolutely superb day off today. Managed to pull myself from bed by about midday. I'm glad it said pull myself from bed. It <laughs> would have been a bit embarrassing. <laughs> Be like, um, look over there. <laughs> um, showered and got dressed. Walked to town and bought some essentials. Me and my fucking essentials. <laughs> I've got to do some essential shopping, some essential goods. It's ridiculous. I just want to know what the fucking essentials were. Well, clearly they're not in the supermarket. <laughs> no. As a teenager. Because you just went shopping the day before, so. Yeah. Moisturiser for masturbating. <laughs> How about pimple cream? Pimple cream. <laughs> essentials, yes. No doubt. Um, I saw Cindy and Colin and Mary had a chat to all of them. Caught a taxi home and rang Dad at home for some cooking hints. Went to the station and got one letter from Glenn. It contained a self-addressed envelope with a piece of blank paper with the words Dear Glenn and From Ben written on it. (laughs) Glenn's trying to get me to write to him. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. (laughs) Mum rang, had a bit of a chat. Also to Paddy Greethead. Went home and prepared dinner. Washed the dishes. Tea was absolutely superb. If I do say so myself. Well, it's your diary, so you have to. Went to the station. (laughs) Recorded more on Glenn's tape. See, I'm not going to write him a letter. I'm just doing a tape for him. Lazy. Came home, watched TV and videos till now. Night, 2.38am. Are you still in touch with Glenn today? No, I I actually would like to try and track him down. Yeah, he's so (laughs) prominent in this. I know. So, you know, even when he's not there, he's there. Yeah, and it's weird that we were both gay, but I didn't know and I don't think he knew. But the whole time we were living together as two gay men with no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Surely that's a television show, surely. (laughs) The odd couple that's really gay but thinks they're straight. (laughs) All right, let's uh, move swiftly into uh, Tuesday, September 5. This was written at 12.41am. Didn't wake up until one today. Oof, that's a good day. Man. I know. Sat down at the dining table and started my reply to Nicole. Should I do the writing thing? Let's give it a burn. Yep. That's me writing. Uh, Did two pages. Got bored with that. Sat around the house and couldn't be bothered doing anything much. Story of my life. Lovely, lazy day. (laughs) Although it didn't last. I started my ironing about 11 and I've only just finished it about 10 minutes ago. I'm now exhausted, so I'll go to bed now. Night, 12.43am. Oh, so I did like an hour and 43 minutes of ironing. Look at me go. I love how you started at 11pm at night too. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do in Caratha? (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to party town. To do ironing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, From records in here, I did my T-shirts even. Uh, I still do. Do you? I still iron T-shirts. Yeah, I am oh. everything. Like, All I'm I used fanatic. to iron was my shirts and since COVID, I can't even be bothered doing that. <laughs> Can I also say, I know you said you're lazy with the other, you know, not writing to Glenn, but you're writing so much. Hmm. Think about how much you wrote. Like it would have been heaps. Oh, well, you can tell I'm exhausted by some of it because some of them are so loose. It's like, did I write this with my hand or with my mouth? 
right, uh, here's uh, Wednesday, September 6, 2.34am, this is written, and this is written in capitals. Boring, shitty, horrible day. All in capitals. <laughs> Still sounds like you. <laughs> and why was it a boring, shitty, horrible day? Well... I had a whole heap of ads to do today, didn't finish them, so I ended up doing them after my midnight shift. Lord, I've got an asshole of a headache and I'm really pissed off. My shift went okay, but I'm not in the mood really. That's all I've got to say. But that's life, a bitch, and I'm underappreciated at work. Shut up, Ben, you whinging little shithead. See ya, 2.36am. Okay, this is a bleak entry. Very bleak entry. Underappreciated. Yeah, and then oh, I abuse myself. Shut up, Ben, you whinging little shithead. Yeah. <laughs> Not in capital stars. Because there is that side of our brain when everyone goes, you're so lucky to be in radio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's because people lie to get in here. I can understand being annoyed that I'm recording commercials after midnight, having worked a six-hour shift, but it's my own fault, <laughs> I'm sure. But you do some crazy hours. Oh, Completely. So this is not the first crazy day. No. I get that just boring as hell. Oh. And <laughs> if it's boring, it's probably on you, mate. Hey, um, this is Thursday, September 7. It was written at 1.19am. Mark woke me up just after 10 today. The telecom guy had come over to install our new phone. And then I've got dash and in inverted commas in huge letters. Wow! <laughs> Once it was in, I called mum and told her, but I reversed the charges. What a joke. And then in capitals, ha ha, <laughs> you little asshole. Understandably. Granny Annie. Yeah, Granny Annie. She was slightly pissed off that we got it put in. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> She's got good reason to be pissed off that we had yeah. that phone put in because it cost me a fortune. Uh, went to work at about 1.30. Not much to do as far as ads and that are concerned. So I just did all my outstanding work, which means it's work that I haven't done, not my work is outstanding. I know how arrogant I was, but I wasn't that arrogant. <laughs> my shift Four from si- Yeah, exactly. My shift from 6 to midnight went well. Had a good time. Came home and started watching a movie, but I've got to go to sleep now. Got an early morning tomorrow. Adios. 1.27am. I hate when I say adios Addy or something else. Yeah. should just be see ya. Have a signature, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are like you just changing it up? Yeah, I'm trying to make it jazzy, as was my oh, want. When you think about that shift too, Ben, like six to midnight, yeah. maintaining the energy on that. God, I wish I had some tapes. I would love to hear how bad it was. I just really want to hear how bad it was. Oh, well. No, see, without tapes, you were brilliant. Yeah, thank Christ. (laughs) The only reference to my ineptitude is in these pages. (laughs) This is September 8th. It's a Friday. It was written at 3.17am. Oh, another late night. Started the day at 8.30am. Had some brekkie, showered, got dressed and went to work. Today is Red Nose Day. Bought a red nose and had a great day today. Few ads to do, but not too hectic. Richie had an announcers meeting for us at 11am. It was quite good, actually. My shift from 2 to 6 went great. Had a good time. Only problem, aircon broke down and it was 30 degrees outside and 29 degrees in the studio. It was terrible. I was melting. When has there ever been a radio station that's been able to fix the air conditioning so that you're not sweating or freezing your sack off 
in a radio studio. It's impossible. No, it is, yeah. <laughs> Even I remember that. Yeah. For people listening that have never worked in radio, it's a sealed booth, like triple thick glass, I think. So when the air conditioning goes off, you're just in there with your own breath being recycled in this <laughs> tiny little glass box with lots of lights and electronics going, I'm going to die. Anyway, have a whinge. <laughs> and normally it's freezing. Yeah, exactly. I don't, <laughs> I don't mind the freezing. freezing. <laughs> yeah, you like freezing. I love I always freezing. like the heat. <laughs> yeah, I know what you like. I came home. Julie and Mark went to see the Jets. I ordered pizza and watched TV. Dave came home and we watched MTV and then listened to tapes of some of his shifts. <laughs> I love how much we'd listen to each other's on-air shifts. Like, talk about the most boring circle jerk ever. Uh, see ya! 3.24am. P.S. Mum rang to say Nan has had a heart attack. And then I've got four dots and a capital shit and three exclamation marks. Oh, Nana Stella. So that's really true. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh, it's awful. It's weird that... Just when your week was picking up. No, I've gone from pissed <laughs> from off and angry day. to um, how about yep. you think about someone else besides yourself, your arsehole? Um, so be <laughs> I bet that's the only reference to my nana from now on. <laughs> Too focused we, on me. We need a sh- she's okay. Just a she's okay. She was definitely okay. She was definitely okay. It was a many years later that she passed. Uh, <laughs> this is our final entry. It's September 9, a Saturday, and it was written, oh, Jesus, at 5.03 a.m. What? I know. Outrageous. What a day. 9.30 was my estimated time of awakening. Who writes that? <laughs> My estimated time of awakening. <laughs> I love it. Very poetic. <laughs> it's like I'm attended by servants. My estimated time of awakening. Yeah, that's right. I sat around for a bit, showered, got dressed and went down to the station. Julie, Dave and Mark were preparing for their barbecue. My shift from midday to 6pm went fabo. <laughs> You're so closeted. No, Cindy no. rang up and we chatted. Got home just after six. Got dressed. I thought I already was dressed, but anyway. And Julie, Dana, and I went to this. Oh, we're getting dressed up to the Citizen of the Year Awards. And then I've got a dash and inverted commas. I've got capital F N and then boring. <laughs> it was fucking boring. <laughs> I nearly fell asleep. Dropped girls off at the tavern and went to 6KA to do some work. Then went to the tavern. Managed to bludge some drinks off others. And then in capitals I've written, no cash again. Went home after 12. Julie went off with some guys to a party. Hmm, That sounds ominous. (laughs) And we never saw her again. Uh, (laughs) No, that did not happen. We went home, drank till three and then sat around vegging out. And I've spelt vegging out as V-E-G-I-N-G. Pretty much mm-hmm. not correct. Uh, time to sleep now for the rest of the day. Yay! 5.12 a.m. 5.12 a.m. My God. It's a bit of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> now it's funny because I don't think I could even stand if I tried to I stay know. awake that long. If I hear birds, I'm like, I need to be out of here and sedated. <laughs> <laughs> Sunlight, birds. That's it. Woot, woot, woot. Alarm's going off. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I'm sure we did it back then. I mean, we ate oh. cake at midnight, so. Yeah, come on. 
Well, I might still get yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Me, cake at midnight. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, Mance, thank you so much for taking time out again to uh, join me on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for all the laughs. Oh, my God. Thank you for providing them as well. I love you. Hey, now, in the next episode, my mama isn't a fan of us getting a home phone in the radio station share house. I get rid of my kitten, Ziggy. The new announcer, Dave, and I are keen to do a radio show together, but will Richie let us? I pretend I can't wait to get married and become a dad. <laughs> we get the smallest share house electricity bill since I arrived in Caratha, and there's a bunch of brand new Jagman shirts for me to flaunt once I get them off layby, of course. Naturally, these demented diary entries need to do something decent to supplement their stupidity, so that's why we try to help amplify Indigenous voices in every episode. And this time around, we're introducing you to deadlyconnections.org.au. They're an Aboriginal community-led, not-for-profit organisation that breaks the cycles of disadvantage and trauma as they try to directly address the overrepresentation of Aboriginal people in the child protection and justice systems. They're community-centred, culturally responsive, uh, holistic programs develop stronger, safer communities, creating deadly connections and more positive futures for their communities, families, individuals and, of course, kids. You can actually help them out and learn more at deadlyconnections.org.au or at deadlyconnections on Instagram and Facebook. You know what comes next. I hit this button and we get to luxuriate in the comfort of the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag's 1989 theme tune and I give him the requisite props as well for his other audio mate, Jezelenko, who's responsible for all the other bits I get to muck around with. You can follow us on socials at 1989. And if you're loving this podcast and you listen via Apple Podcasts, I would adore it if you give this podcast a review and a five-star rating. Come on. You know you want to. That'd be ace. And until next time, I am loving you from here. Check it out. See ya. Bye.